Series XM Sports Bet Time, October 7th. The Blue Jays are in the playoffs starting today. Exciting day to be a Blue Jays fan. We talked about them all year. Expectations were high. Vegas loved the Jays at the beginning of the year. I think they were 1-2 or 2-1 with the Astros for favorites in the American League at the beginning of the year. But it's been a long season, some challenges, particularly this year. Bullpen was better this year, but the starting staff was sort of a uh, tale of uh, two different stories, right? So we had the uh, the upside, obviously, with Gossman and uh, Alec Manoa and Ross Stripling emerging. And then we had the downside with Yusei Kikuchi and Hyunjin Ryu and uh, then Mitch White taking his place. So <laughs> two, two different uh, results there, but here we are. We made it. One way or the other, we made it through all the injuries and uh, ups and downs of different players. And Bobichet was two different players through the year and Vladdy uh, had a dip, but a bunch of guys emerged and for all the ups and the downs all the trials and tribulations we arrived where we wanted to be which is in the dance we're part of the dance john we're here game one first pitch sales in under four hours countdown's on how you feeling I'm feeling pretty good, Matt. What do you think? I, uh, I'm very excited, of course. Uh, you know, you know, baseball playoffs among the most magical things in all of sports, and uh, our hometown team is in it. And, October uh, baseball, right? Right. In the end, it's just, it's just uh, the anticipation, the anxiety, the, the relative anxiety, of course, <laughs> and and just, I mean, it started last night. I don't. Why? Why did I not know as much about this Seattle Mariners lineup as I should have? Like I went through it and just thought, okay, what is this team? How come? How come though the Jays are such a short price in the in the odds? You know, and then you start looking at the team. While they have, uh, you know, the Jays are better. This team is dangerous. They're going to have some. They're going to. They're going to make it tough on the Jays in in winning this wild card round. The so Matt in the end, like you know, they have the rookie of the year. The Mariners, okay. J Rod. Let's, yeah. let's let's not talk about the Jays just this minute because I think yeah, we go have ahead, to focus, yeah. right? What you were uh, saying about Seattle, yeah, like why are they so like what's so? so yeah. Julio Rodriguez, okay, he's going to win the Rookie of the Year. You know, he was a twenty-five, twenty-five player in his rookie season. Yeah, he had a WAR over five. That happens almost never, right? So twenty-five home runs, twenty-five steals. Yeah. Two, those two things usually don't go together, right? But yeah, so, so WAR it, was what over five, five point three yeah. specifically. Jeez. I'm thinking, what the. I, I know he was good, and I, I mean, we we saw him enough. You know, we all all think back to, you know, our the worst to me the 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 nadir of the Blue Jays series, which was that Seattle series right before the All Star break when they got swept, and you know, I mean, the, the the Mariners were good, and then and then okay, all right, whatever, the Rookie of the Year, big war, wonderful. Then he go, who is Eugenio Suarez? All right, thirty. I remember him with the Reds a little bit. But do you see his numbers? 31 home runs? Okay. He's got a war of over four, 4.1. And uh, oh, I didn't even mention the WRC plus numbers. <laughs> I'm getting too, way too excited, Matt. But no. Rodriguez is 146. Suarez is 131. Okay. And then the last thing is Cal Rally. Yeah. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing the guy's <laughs> name right. I don't particularly care. I'm thinking, oh, who hit the home run there the other day? Who is this? Who is this 150 plate appearance guy? Rally? Who is this guy? And you look up, 
He's had 415 plate appearances and 27 home runs. Yeesh. With an uh, with a WAR of four four point two and a and a WRC plus of one twenty one, yeah. So I'm not I'm not casting aspersions on the fact that the Jays are in trouble, but this team is pretty good. This Mariners team, okay, uh, or at least at least these numbers are good. Now put them put them face line after line after line against the Blue Jays raw lineup, okay? The Jays are better. You start to feel a little better. Let's take a look right. at that lineup. Go. Yeah. So let's take a look. So. As we have probably all heard at this point, the, the Jays had to finalize their wild card postseason roster as of 10 a.m. this morning. So a little surprised to see my boy, you say Kikuchi, my man, you say Kikuchi. I say o- he sucks. Over, over Mitch White. So I guess you say, well, he pitched a little bit better down the stretch and they're both not doing so great. Guriel, Lourdes Guriel, uh, I think he ended up with the highest average on the team a little disappointing that he's not part of the roster for the wild card to say the least but hamstring clearly still bothering him he's out uh highest average on the team so that's not great uh and then the other one that was included that was a point of discussion well there was a couple people were speculating whether kevin biggio would be in the postseason roster but he squeaked in there which i'm glad to see it's uh you can make a case he doesn't belong there but i'm glad he's there and then most interestingly the inclusion of a third catcher gabriel moreno so what i want to say about this guy is and i don't want to overstate it to be dramatic but there's a chance that he's the best hitter in the organization and i'm including bo and Vladdy. so he, so i know that's premature but there's a chance that that is ultimately how this will pan out i was looking at this this morning before the, so he, he limited sample sample size this year 22 years old 70 at bats so he actually got some time hit 319 with the Jays in his time. Remember he came up earlier in the year and they sent him back down for no particular reason, just because they didn't have, didn't feel he would develop defensively as a catcher as much sitting on the bench with the Jays. But he, he hit 319 in his uh, first 70 at bats in the majors. He was signed at 16 years old, John, out of Venezuela. They signed him. Does this sound familiar? They signed him for 25 grand, <laughs> just like Kirky out of Mexico. But anyway, that was in 2016, still the double A, Alex Gonzalez era. But he's now 22 years old course the Jays number one prospect for the past uh, year I mentioned this before but just to review he was given a hit tool rating so this uh, most of you know uh, they rate prospects on all these different metrics so speed defense um, power arm uh, just power at the plate and just hit tool generally so his hit tool rating of 70 uh, just to show like so that's sounds high out of 80 sounds high just to just show you how elite and rare and unique and special that is in 2020 and this circles around to what you're just talking about john in 2020 there were only for example five uh, for example 2020 there were only five prospects in all of major league baseball with a 70 or higher hit rating you know who they were wander franco mm-hmm. heard of him mm-hmm. adley rushman heard mm-hmm. of him mm-hmm. cj abrams jared kalanick of the mariners Herbs, in the lineup yeah. today uh, in left field batting seventh i think it is uh and J-Rod, that's it, and Gabriel Moreno. So, you know, this year's uh, American League Rookie of the Year, Adley Rushman uh, is second for Rookie of the Year. Uh, Wander Franco's got a a giant deal and is one of the best players in sport. Uh, And Gabriel Moreno's in the same category as a hitter. So, Vladdy had a higher hit tool rating, but no one else in the organization. Uh, I think in 20, 20, I want to say 2019, Bo also had a 70 hit rating, but you get where I'm going with this. Yep. So this guy, and you can see every time he gets up there, you sort of feel like, oh, good. I feel like this guy's going to get a hit. So I think not only is he 
I'm happy to see that he was included on the wild card postseason roster, but I think he could play a role throughout this entire postseason to the extent the Jays can uh, extend it. So, what do you think of the the lineup, John? Any surprises for you, or any comments on that? I, I'm I'm a little bit surprised, but pleasantly surprised that Moreno is in there, Matt. I really am pleased with that move. You've you've laid it all out. If Jared Kellenick, who's done nothing is in the lineup for the Mariners. Why couldn't a Moreno be, who's a much better player, why can't he be, not, not in the lineup, in the, in the, in the, on the roster, the playoff roster? I'm very, very pleased by that. And going back to the Kikuchi-Mitch White decision, Kikuchi's a lefty, right? You know, like, could, theoretically, could Kikuchi come in with and, 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 and pump up a 93-mile-an-hour fastball, 95-mile-an-hour fastball uh, uh, against a, a tough lefty? Yeah, I guess. So I endorse that move too. So um, overall, again, I'm, I, it's it's not impossible to be bullish on the Jays, but this is a tough Mariners team, and I'm and uh, and I and I think the key will be we started we talked about it before the pod, Matt. It's probably a low scoring game today. No, uh, Castillo Castillo has had a heck of a year. He's he's had eleven starts, okay, for the Mariners, and he's got a WAR over one and a half. Now, you you give him 30 starts this year and if you want to extrapolate all you want, you know, he's he 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 ticks, tickles a four war in the American League. You mean the, this guy's a serious serious pitcher and he's a righty then and that'll it'll bust up the, you know, who knows what that'll do to the Jays lineup. Now, I'd rather have Manoa. Uh, there's no question, but uh this Mariners team's going to be tough. For sure, just looking at some stats here on uh the career versus Luis Castillo. So obviously small sample size for most guys haven't faced him a ton, but George Springer uh, and Bobochet both one for three, Vladio for three, Teo oh for three, Chapman one for three. But how about Rhyme Time? Rhyme El Tapia seven for eleven career. Wow! Against Lewis for six thirty six average. So that's how he gets in that lineup. Uh, followed by Danny Jansen at DH and Wit Coolwit at the bottom of the lineup playing second, which I'm glad to see he's been Me on too. fire lately. Uh, two for eight career against the uh the, the aforementioned Luis Castillo I was going to mention John Blue Jays uh interim manager John Schneider mm-hmm. so in his tenure since he took over for Charlie Montoyo uh, I love everything about this guy I'm happy he's there and it's a pleasure to listen to him and he just I feel confident that he's thinking about the right things and communicating effectively and is well prepared understands matchups knows how to pull levers as needed throughout the game and understands the staff and understands the personalities of some of these guys that he's played with and managed or sorry managed for years and years they played for him but his record uh, so far 46 and 28 we'll take it right and plus 86 run differential and the guys are putting up 5.05 runs a game you made the point previously john about how much has been said about like how he was uh, a little more uh, assertive or aggressive when it came to moving guys around in the lineup, depending on how they were performing day to day. Absolutely. Well, the, the the cliche now to me is is the day that uh, Bo turned his season around. Yeah. To me, to me, I, it might be a little bit. No, too I agree. Yeah, it was. So, he did. So I put him down to seventh and seventh lit a fire under him. Yeah. And all of a sudden, Hasn't oh, everybody, back. I panicked. I think I might have texted you that that moment when I saw that man and said, "Uh oh, Bo's hitting seventh. <laughs> right? And I thought, "Oh, this this guy's is, you know, it was a bad time in Bo's season, of course, and it just, frankly, might not have not deserved to be be put at seventh. And then all of a sudden, a few days later, a few games later, whatever, boom, there he comes. Here comes Bo with the hottest September, a September that the squad needed too. 
So absolutely, um, oh god, he was the difference maker. That's where they separated. Uh, he was the separator. So I was saying, like, even there's a stat here: the past seven days, how people are hitting. Mm-hmm. He's like September, and then he cooled. He's hitting 444 over the past week. Wow! So he's absolutely red hot going into the playoffs. The best hitter in the sport uh, plays shortstop. Let's not get into his uh, defensive re- run <laughs> saved uh, statistics. That doesn't matter. He can Ooh. make make up for it offensively. Yeah. Yeah. He can move into second next year when uh, Carlos Correa comes over. Right. So. Uh, so let's keep going. I wanted to mention also the big issue that actually is a real one and not as much fun to talk about. It's fun to talk about Gabby Moreno on the lineup and uh, how good he's going to be for the years going forward, but I'm starting to get a tension headache when I think about Kevin Gossman actually has a bit of an injury issue, and you can say, like, no, no, the blister, and it's fine, and it's nothing. We're not worried about it until you say, oh, we don't, we're not sure who our number, our day two starter is yet. And then you realize... It absolutely is something. And so what I think they're doing currently, they have not named as of 20 minutes ago. They are still not confirming who the day two starter, the game two starter is. Day two is tomorrow, right? They play tomorrow? Correct. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they, um, so it sounds like they're probably, if they win today, Stripling goes tomorrow. If they lose, Gossman goes tomorrow. Not a fun position for them to be in. uh, And you were mentioning... uh, the Mariners is it tomorrow? Uh, yeah. Robbie Ray. Robbie Ray is on the is on the mound for the Mariners tomorrow. And, and now again, these are all still probable pitchers, but it's hard to see Robbie Ray not being the starter for tomorrow, right? And 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 we take a quick step back, Matt. This is the remember this is a weird sort of year. It's a there are there the three game series. It's essentially a three game series, an extension of the regular season. They play all three games in Toronto, right? In the old days, they would go back and forth, yada yada yada, right? Um, so uh, there is a game today, there's a game tomorrow, and there's a game Sunday, if applicable. So ultimately, um, th- th- it will depend on how today goes, I think. That's a reasonable point. But I'm confident that Stripling, and you notice, Matt, we spent a lot of words on this, on this very topic, that I endorse the Stripling start over Barrios. Okay? So... <laughs> Um, and I think I, Brios, I got Brios yeah. has, never, has not been part of anybody's conversation over the past week. I haven't heard anything. Have you? No. Nope. Like no nope. one's. He's no one. Literally, is not a thought. Somebody, like, somebody, people that don't know about the Jays might have brought him up, but they just don't know. They know what he's what he's like. Our now, opening day starter. Right. Right. So now you asked the question about um, mm-hmm. about uh, about Robbie Ray. Okay, this is the Robbie Ray. We hope that, remember Robbie Ray, he was our hero about this time last year, maybe, uh, you know, 11 months ago. Uh, pardon me, 13 months ago. He was our hero. He was just crushing and the Jays, he helped the Jays get to very close to the playoffs. But I think the Jays can get to him. I think the Jays can get to him tomorrow. I, I, I am more confident that the Jays will do well against Ray than they will against uh, against Castillo today. I think they're they're better against left-handers. We've talked about that before, and it's been out there before. So um, let don't panic if the Jays lose today, everybody. You know, they, it's a th- you got to win two of these games, and the games are in Toronto. So um, let's uh, so if you, if, I, if, I, if you view it through that lens, I think that it, it kind of works. Yeah. Does Bobby Ray get booed at the Rogers Center? I hope tomorrow? so. I hope so. No, you, you mean that? like, like <laughs> so, young owner. Come on, right? No, no, I, I don't deny that. But I, I think, I think, I, I, no, it's, it's a, it's a good question, right? He did help, but he, I mean, this is, this is, what's the line? Old, 
all's fair in love and war, right? You know what I mean? Like we're 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 going to proverbial war here. Yeah, right? screw him. He's an idiot. He, yeah. didn't, want, he didn't want to get uh, right. vaccinated, and so he wanted to sign with the stupid uh, Mariners, and he could be here with us and uh, driving this puppy home. So I hope he get. They hope to boo the crap out of him. Yeah. I've, I, I no, I have no love for him anymore. Now, now again, here I am talking. about oh, the Jays are going to be better against uh, Robbie Ray and so on. Like, and Robbie Ray's had a good year too. Let's not get stupid about this. But uh, you mean it's clear that I'm 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 worried about game one. Um, and, and frankly, Matt, keeping it real here, if, if this was two random teams, I'd be on the team that portrayed the Mariners. I have this game like a, you know, minus one ten both sides, especially with Castillo on the mound. So uh, I'm getting a, I'm getting, I'm getting some value here on the Mariners. Nobody's betting this, I can assure you. Okay, uh, in, in this corner, but um, I, I, if they're from a betting perspective, I play play the under. You were right about Manoa and 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 Castillo shutting those teams down. I think, but um, if I was betting um, to stress it, which I am not. Uh, I'd be on the Mariners' side today. I, uh, I don't know, but I know. I sadly I agree, and uh, it, yeah, could take some bouncing back, but we should be in a good position to do that with uh, how the pitching lines up, as you were uh, alluding to, John. And yeah, you know, I, so we'll we'll take it out here soon, John. We we want to get going with uh, getting ready for the game, but any comments on this is why you pay George Springer thirty thirty five million dollars. This is why you bring a veteran. Uh, presence into the fold with Matt Chapman. This is why you bring Whit Merrifield over. And I mean, you go through our lineup and you could say, okay, so we got George Springer leading off, right? One of the best leadoff hitters in the history of the sport. You got Bo, who's the hottest hitter in baseball on any team in any league, uh, hitting second. You got Vladdy, who finished sort of 1A in MVP voting last year, hitting third. You got Teoscar Hernandez, who has one of the highest OPSs in baseball since September 1st and is absolutely unconscious hitting for power over the past two weeks, right? He's knocking out a home run every game, uh, pretty much. And then you get into uh, Chapman's going to be down in the lineup, I think, a little bit. Who am I forgetting uh, at five Tapia. there? Oh, uh, Tapia is at seven. Uh, yeah, Kirk. Yeah. Uh, had an incredible year and had 800 OPS and uh, started the all-star game. So you start to feel like we have a lot of talent and a lot of power and a lot of guys who can do a lot of damage on the offensive side of the equation. And we just need to squeak a couple across because Manolas is going to hold it down, right? Yeah. We're going to hit the under on him. Matt, to stress, um, you know, I'm uh, the, the, the Mariners, the Mariners sort of perspective, my Mariners perspective is meant to be a defense mechanism. Okay, you know, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit sort of uh, worried from my fandom perspective. As am I, as right? Am I. You know, it's we not, all are. We're right? all feeling it's it. It's just like, let, wait a minute, everybody. This is not. We're not. This is not the. This is not the '92 Jays. Okay, with Tom Hankey on the hill type thing. We got a Tom Hankey type person, but they're not going to just steamroll teams. This team is a good team. That's the only caution. I think the Jays are a better team. Uh, they've got you know all the all the metrics say so, but they're not going to run over this team. This is not the Kansas City Royals. This, these aren't the Tigers. This is the Mariners. And uh, were they not tied? Maybe one game apart in the standings. There was there there were that, two games apart in the standings. Pardon wow. Me. They were the, the, so realize how great the Blue Jays were, and how thought how thoughtful we were of them at the beginning of the year. And by the way, from a betting perspective, Matt, they landed within a half game of their uh, season win total, the Blue Jays. Did you notice that? No. 92 and a half. They landed on 92 games, 92 wins. So that's how well thought of 
well, that's what the Mariners were. The Mariners were at, uh, at over 90 games. So in fact, 90 specifically 90 games. And, um, so that please just, you know, don't hate me for, for bringing up the good parts of the Mariners because, uh, I'm just making sure that we don't have these expectations that, Oh, I'm going to go one push these, push. These no, Mariners. not at all. ESPN has the Blue Jays as a, it's ESPN Matt, excuse me, ESPN matchup predictor has the Jays at 66% chance of winning game one. Really? 34% uh, to the Mariners by my math, John. You mentioned the uh, money line on the uh, board I'm looking at. Jays at minus 130, uh, Seattle at plus 110, uh, the run line at minus one and a half. So uh, can you imagine? Let's 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 just allow ourselves dare to dream. Is that we're not going to be too superstitious to do this, are we? So the uh, guys have huge days, and then uh, we're somehow in the lead. It's the uh, bottom or the top of the ninth, and the outfield wall turns red all the way across. And Jordan Romano, the gates open, runs through. Uh, Jordan Romano runs through the home run fence towards the mound, and the Rogers Center absolutely explodes and he comes in and shuts that puppy down for a game one win I'd, i think the electricity the ground will shake across downtown toronto and all of canada and you'll see the cn tower just wobbling just a little bit just I at like the type what do you think uh, you mean i i mean i that's a wonderful sentiment i i really am <laughs> hoping for that myself um I mean, I, go back to one thing, Matt, if we could. Just like, uh, did you just say that ESPN has their matchup indicator at 66% for the Jays? No. Doesn't that seem high? That's yeah. like minus, what is I that, like, like minus 170 favorite? It's the Jays offense, man. Let's, so, come on, let's think positive. If you feel, no, 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 no let's, let's, let's look at this clinically. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's exciting me because I'm thinking, oh, maybe I'm reading something wrong. But if ESPN is saying that they should be a, a 66% favorite, yep. and, and uh, wow, it's amazing. So um, in the end, in the end, that, that, says, that says the Jays obviously are very live according to a, a prominent, a, a prominent um, uh, trading um, perspective, pardon me, of, of ESPN. So yeah, maybe, maybe I'm, maybe I'm, maybe I'm off, off it a little bit. And uh, I hope the TSCN tower does shake a little bit for, uh, for us to get excited. All right. Well said. And uh, analytics, ESPN analytics loves the Blue Jays. It's like uh, loves Blue Star. All right. Anything else in this, John? Uh, the uh, offensive star of game one for the Blue Jays is going to be? Oh, Bichette. All right. Good call. How about you? Safe ground. I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with Wit, cool wit. Really? Wit Merrifield. He I think Rhyme uh, has a chance. Rhyme, Rhyme L has a chance, yeah, too. Yeah, Rhyme time. He, uh, cool wit has been cooler than the other side of the pillow for about the past uh, month. He's mm-hmm. been un- unreal. He's got that little choke up on the bat, and he looks really confident up there, and he just looks calm and relaxed. And I love his presence, and I hope he continues it into October. Mm-hmm. That would be fun if he could do that, don't you think? Yeah, I do. Uh, before, we, before we move on, Matt, uh, how about, uh, what you know what else is today? You know, I know this is all about the Blue Jays, as it should be, right? This is the key. You know what today is? Mm. Today is the first day of the NHL hockey season. Mm-hmm. Isn't that weird? It is. Now, now, the Jays don't play, pardon me, the Leafs don't play for, um, is it next week? I, don't, I mean, I don't even know, which is, which is kind of odd. I've already started preparation, personal preparation. But just to confirm, they're in Europe somewhere, I think Germany, the San Jose Sharks and... Uh, and uh, Nashville Predators are playing this afternoon, in fact. And and uh, the only reason why I remembered 
is that when you brought up rhyme time, rhyme mill tapia, yeah. right? You know, another rhyme time will be very prominent in that game, Matt. Mm. Our old friend is in net for mm. the San Jose Sharks. Mm-hmm. James Reimer mm. starts for that team. And um, that's nothing to do with Toronto necessarily, that, uh, that they're just an NHL hockey season starts today. But um, it is what it is, and we'll be talking plenty of Leafs as the, uh, as the, few month, as the fall months go by. But uh, NHL hockey season starts today in, within the shadow of the uh, MLB playoffs. Very interesting. Boy, yeah, absolutely. And boy, did that ever in the shadow is right, eclipsing it completely, right? Like I, I've uh, really lost in the media shuffle. And uh, before we forget, there's one other th- a point you wanted to mention on uh, yeah. sort of local stuff. Yeah, but I mean, just uh, the PGA, PGA Tour, three tournaments on this weekend and so on. But you know who won last week mm-hmm. was Mackenzie Hughes of Hamilton, Ontario, Dundas, Ontario. So uh, Canadians are still prominent, to, you know, Ontarians are still prominent in uh, other sports around the world. And uh, that was a, there was really exciting uh, exciting TV when we saw Mackenzie Hughes win in a playoff against Sepp Straka to, uh, to make Canada proud on the PGA Tour. Awesome. Yeah, I was really happy to see a second PGA Tour victory. Not uh, something you see really often, is it? The guys winning on the PGA Tour has only happened a handful of times in uh, our lifetime. So want to uh, put the focus on that. All right, everyone, remember, bet responsibly. Remember to have fun. Remember, go to Bet Rivers, Ontario, or wherever you're listening, and uh, click join now and put primetime, one word, into the affiliate code. Help support what we're doing here. Enjoy the Blue Jays. Let's get a W, right, John? Next time we talk, the, se- the series will be decided. I'm nervous, Matt, but I'm so excited, too. I can't wait to get home and watch it. All right. Okay, brother, good job Thanks, today. Uh, have a great weekend, everybody. We're out for now. Peace. Peace.